Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. You will try. Hey everyone, today's episode will be a narration of a piece from the Legends novel The Rise and Fall of Darth Vader. I found an excerpt that shows us the innermost thoughts and feelings of Anakin as he is engulfed in flames on Mustafar, and then all of the pain and reflection while the droids were operating on him at the end of the film. Our story begins just after this scene here. The chosen one. Obi-Wan shouted down at what was left of Anakin Skywalker, it was said that you would destroy this Sith, not join them. who writhed at the bottom of a slope of black sand at the edge of a lava river on Mustafar. Bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. Their exhausting duel had carried them far from the landing pad where Padme's ship had arrived, and where Anakin had used the Force to choke his seemingly treacherous wife. But now the duel was over. With a single sweep of his lightsaber, Obi-Wan had severed his former Padawan's legs at the knees and also his left arm. As Anakin struggled to raise his head from the smoldering sand, his eyes blazed with fury as he glared at Obi-Wan. I won't die like this. I'm still stronger than you. Feeling the intense heat permeating his torn tunic, Anakin sighted his fallen lightsaber lying a short distance away. Too stunned and dazed to focus his powers, he watched with rage as Obi-Wan bent down to pick up the lightsaber, then took it with him as he began walking up the slope. Anakin roared, keeping his eyes focused on the departing figure. Obi-Wan stopped in his tracks and turned one final time to face the ruined, seething monster. You were my brother, Anakin! I loved you! Anakin's clothes caught fire and was suddenly engulfed in flames. His screams were filled with anger as well as pain, not unlike that of any entirely helpless creature. His instinct was to roll and put out the flames, but because of his wounds and the red-hot stones beneath his ravaged head and torso, all he could do was burn and burn. Obi-Wan walked off, leaving Anakin to die. Somehow, through his agony, Anakin felt one last flicker of Obi-Wan's presence before the Jedi receded from view. Anakin kept screaming. The flames finally burned out. Anakin's mechanical right arm dug into the sand. He pulled and slid a few millimeters up the slope. Again, with each movement, hot volcanic shards scraped and tore at his roasted flesh. It took all of his concentration to shift his scorched remains up the slope and away from the lava river. He moaned. Only his powers kept him from blacking out. Again, only his hatred for Obi-Wan made him want to live another day. Anakin. He still thought of himself as Anakin, hearing the engine of an arriving starship travel over his position. He had no idea how much time had passed before he heard a clone trooper's voice call out. Then he heard Palpatine's voice. He's still alive. Anakin's blackened torso went completely limp as he finally allowed darkness to sweep over him. 
Anakin awoke on an operating table, surrounded by droids. The recently appointed Emperor Palpatine had brought him to a surgical reconstruction center on Coruscant, and the droids were busily attaching robotic limbs to his quivering torso, which was strapped to the table by strong metal belts. The droids were working fast to maintain the precious midichlorians that existed in Anakin's blood and tissue. Midichlorians are a microscopic life form that resides within all living cells. To prevent the midichlorians from becoming thinned by intrusive chemicals, the droids were working without anesthetics. Anakin felt everything. He felt each cold metal blade that sliced into his hideously scarred flesh to allow more tools to probe and stabilize his damaged internal organs. He squirmed and shattered bones were replaced by plastoid and cringed as lasers grafted the new limbs into place. At some point, he overheard a surgical droid explaining to Palpatine that he would require a special helmet and backpack to cycle air in and out of his damaged lungs. Despite this damage, throughout the entire procedure, he never stopped screaming. Finally stabilized, Anakin lay quietly on the table to which he was still secured. He was clad in a gleaming black life-supporting suit with a lighted control function panel set across his chest. He watched as a robot mechanism above his head slowly lowered a black mask with oval vision receptors and a triangular respiratory vent over his face, while another mechanism placed a helmet over his skull. The helmet and mask locked onto each other as they simultaneously bolted to the armored ring that wrapped around his neck. Fully encased within the pressurized suit, he heard a labored, mechanical rasp. Then realized it was the sound of his own breathing. The table tilted, raising Anakin's restrained body to a standing position. From the shadows of the operating room, the hooded emperor stepped forward and said, Lord Vader, can you hear me? Vader, that's right. I'm Darth Vader. Anakin is gone. Vader exhaled, then said, Yes, Master. The mask's vocabulator had transformed his voice into a commanding baritone. He still felt weak, so it was with some difficulty that he slowly turned his head, adjusting his vision through the helmet to better see the Emperor. The Emperor's face was gnarled and twisted, deformed by the Sith lightning that had been briefly deflected by Mace Windu during their battle. Where is Padme? Is she safe? Is she alright? Vader said in his new voice. After everything that had happened, he was still concerned for her, still loved her, still wanted to save her life. In his most sympathetic tone, Palpatine said, It seems in your anger, you killed her. I... I couldn't. She was alive. I felt it. Vader said with disbelief. His mind's voice sounded strange to him, weaker than the synthesized roll of thunder that admitted from his mask. He recalled choking Padme and Mustafar, watching her body crumple and fall on the landing pad. Palpatine took a cautious step backward as Vader moaned with grief and rage. Around the laboratory, equipment and droids began to rupture and burst as Vader lashed out in all directions with his force powers. There was a loud snap of metal as he tore his left arm free from the table, then his right. He lurched forward on alloy legs that were fitted into cumbersome boots until he stood at the edge of the surgical floor. 
and somehow, through all his anger, he suddenly sensed at least one truth. Padme was dead, along with their unborn child. He bellowed so loud and long that his cry echoed off the walls. Behind his mask, he squeezed his eyes shut in an effort to hold back the tears that he was physically unable to wipe away. But no tears came. He didn't know whether the surgical droids had altered or removed his tear ducts, and he was beyond caring. All he knew for certain was that Padme was gone from him forever, and that there were more than a few Jedi still waiting to be killed. Devoid of love for anyone and unable to feel the touch of anything through his gloved, cybernetic fingers, Darth Vader was finally ready to fully embrace the dark side. And so, he did. What did you guys think of that? If you haven't seen my other video discussing Vader's thoughts about his injuries, I'll have them pop up at the end of this video for you. These are some of my favorite videos to make after fanfictions. These sections from the books really provide an insight into Vader's mind during some of the most dramatic scenes in all of Star Wars in its entirety, and I feel the books do a great job at delivering the emotions and internal struggle that a character may have. I think Vader never wanted to turn to the dark side, and that's exactly what was the case. I'll make an in-depth video on his thoughts of turning to the dark side, as well as many other excerpts from the various books, giving us more of a passage into the minds of Sidious, Anakin, Yoda, Mace Windu, and Obi-Wan. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Can we hit 7,000 likes on this video so more people can see it? I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until we meet again, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always. Fulfill your destiny.